my fellow Americans. Oh, hi, Mark. I am your father. Here's Johnny. Mission failed. This is the ABCs of pop culture. And here we go. This is your mic cable? Yes. Wow, I didn't mean I didn't mean to give you that big one. one. That's all right. Well, it works, so. Okay. <laughs> it's so, be in the back here. now we got into so yeah we got the stuff we can talk about for WandaVision and uh, I don't I don't know the, uh, I've okay, only seen five okay. seconds I've only seen five we're seconds we're not gonna ruin it because nothing really happened there's in the no, show there's nothing to spoil well, well, I have you watched well, both episodes? I've watched both episodes. Are you recording right now? Yes, we are. There okay, are, thank you. There are several and and yeah I guess there's we're gonna talk hints. about it. I, I do I will wanna but the, but they're most of them are very obvious. Like most of them are sword. Like what? Well, sword. Yeah. Um, well, no, that one gave up. But the guy in the beekeeper suit—that's aim. What's one hundred percent aim? Can I, can I, can I ask I, I, one I question? Yeah, one question about WandaVision. What, what's the captive. point of it? So all, all it is so far, what it looks like is she's off into another dimension, captive somewhere. Because in the middle of one of the episodes, it's it's a radio cuts in saying Wanda, Wanda, who has you here? Type of a thing. Who, who's taking? Who's taking yeah. you here? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, and then, here. yeah, and then she'll hear here, like yeah. loud. So does that mean that but Vision kinda, is not there? Technically, we don't know because but they. She, I think she wants to be there because Vision is there, and so mm-hmm. she's kind of like, "Don't rescue me," but like, also, I might be. But she's still trying to figure captive. out what it is. Yeah, but she and, doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, there's but she all, she only knows that she wants Vision, and, and I he's lo- there. I love how subtle it is about the incident. There are several, especially toward you know the second episode uh, of WandaVision. There are several episodes or several scenes where. Very subtly, things kind of blur around her for a moment, and and, and you get that that buzzing, that zoning out sound. Mm-hmm. That's more obvious, mm-hmm. but it happens like three or four times, actually, two or three times, maybe in the second episode, and then and then well, there's once in maybe just once in the first. There's so many leaks out there about different sets, photos, and stuff like that because they have. You're three, the one that does this. They have. Yeah, three, I don't want to know that. I don't. Well, no, they have. They have returning characters that we know are going to be there from past Shang-Chi movies. Was, so Shang Chi was another one that was. Uh, there was a little or very subtle Easter egg. Well, the director of one of the of the episodes. Yeah, and so, so there's even you know little nods to that. So we'll see. I mean, the first two episodes didn't give you much, and they didn't even give you much in the storyline, just because the, just besides the surreal things like where she found the red and yellow helicopter in the bush. Yeah, and then she, the beekeeper coming up out of the thing. thing. That's the second episode. That was still the second episode. And then, yeah, and really, then, not much happened not in much terms happened of the first episode first. aside from setting. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode was really good at setting up the series up to make it see it that they were both like, very confused on what's going on. Yeah, because like all of a sudden the guy's boss was choking, and like the wife was like. Stop that, it! Stop it! So we're trying to figure out are they are they AI? Scene. Are they that AI? A beautiful scene. Thanks to what is her name? Joe. Gosh, uh, oh, that seventy show. Yeah. Kitty. All I know is yeah. her is, yep. is Kitty, and that's show. how most people. So Deborah Joe. I, I feel like that, that's close to her name, but it was, it was, it was like beautiful and terrifying. Yeah. Because of the way that if if you listened, her voice didn't really change, but her face mm-hmm. absolutely did. But you could tell. So that's why it's like I'm it trying to think: fight, are some of the on. characters in there AI, and some of them are people that are also trapped in there? Because yes. there is a story. Is it like something like there. Westworld? Monica. It's kind of so that's what it seems it's like. Kind of like a simulation. That's, so Monica. Like a simulated it, it, world. But it does. It gives you that. You're it's talking about Monica Rambeau. The, yeah. the the that you know who that is from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Well, we well. She's the daughter of the Captain Marvel's best friend. The other pilot, the black lady. Oh, yeah. That's her daughter. Right. Yeah. So it is. So she is a sword agent. Most likely. And then. Within. Right. Right. Hopefully. We'll we'll see. Because she's also. She was also very confused (laughs) while she was there. She was. But but she also tried to hide the fact that she was who she was because she stuttered on her name. Yep. Um, But but it does. So. So. And of course. Like we don't. You know. That is a spoiler. Obviously. (laughs) Saying. We know. We know for the fact. For a fact. After the first episode. We know that. She is, from an outside perspective, in some sort of show, simulation, some something. Mm-hmm. They do give us that. So we know that for a fact. It's not assumed. They At do the, the end like, of the Spider-Man the Far From Home, when Nick Fury is in that weird thing. And That's Sword. Like, so so you, Sword is S.H.I.E.L.D., but for intergalactic. They they, they the, made attention for alien life. Yeah, I haven't really paid attention. I don't know. I also didn't like Captain Marvel. That movie sucks, so I didn't really care that much. <laughs> um, but uh, could they technically... 
put her in something like that. It's kind of like how Bucky was in like sort of like a cryo sleep well, because of yes, his and, thing. But the, the thing is, though, they're making it seem like a, a villain has her stuck there because the way that yeah. the radio is saying, who's keeping you there? Not like, what are you doing there? It's like, who's keeping you there? Mm-hmm. So someone has her. Well, my question Sword's is, though. trying to get her out. Yeah. My, then, my could, question is, though, and, and I, I just need to know, who, who, what happened to, what happened to Wanda at the end of Endgame? I don't remember. Could it be... Uh, so Adam here's Warlock. the messed up part. I didn't watch Endgame because I was so angry. Yeah. Scarlet Witch has been one of my Scarlet Witch has always been one of my favorite Marvel characters. Oh, like, I was so cute. Infinity War came. I was like, they they chipped her and just so hard. She literally there was there was a fight going on with Thanos in Infinity War, and they're like, uh, Scarlet Witch, go go protect people in the building. Do, go away from the fight. And she's like, okay, let's go do no. that. She would have she could have snapped her freaking no, in, they, Infinity, so, in Infinity War. I'm no, I'm talking about yeah. Infinity War. She was in there to make sure that no one got Vision because that's what it was. It, it was yeah. it was more important for her to yeah, protect him she, than it was. She could, but had she been out there, she also, could have snapped her fingers. Well, no. Also, and, on top of that, in the timeline for Marvel, she's still new in her powers, not like in the comics to where she was born a mutant that's and all that stuff. So then, yeah, she has, the but her powers are based off of the Infinity Stone, which correct? Is, so which is either, uh, she has so, the power to do it. But then the thing is also, yeah, they did jip her because, like, they didn't really utilize her character all that much because I'm like, yeah, yeah she then has this great power, but then you, they really didn't show it. If you're going to set up a timeline, either don't include it at all if you're, if, you're, it's not, if you're not able to incorporate it properly because at this point in the timeline, yes, she is insanely powerful and she could, well, could have done a lot. Well, if you would have watched... I'm just trying to end game. I end know. Game. No, I know. She Apparently almost killed him by I told, herself. I know, but she could have done that before. Is, she is, was too trying to focus on vision. But, so that's but what, then what's also what funny saying, in though, is, Endgame is the, is the incorporation of the was, timeline. just doesn't work. Just doesn't, it was the funniest thing in Endgame when she like goes up to Thanos and is like, you took everything from me. And it's like, okay, he took vision from you. What actually took everything from you was the guy over there, Tony Stark. Oh, uh, let's see. He blew up your house. <laughs> he <laughs> killed your parents. <laughs> you fucking lived next to a bomb in your house because you couldn't move for a few days. It's like you're brother died for some bullshit cause Vision regarding him everything it's like i kind of think <laughs> it's like everything was really more or less but, that guy over well, there did all of that love story well that's the thing is she wasn't even developed that's my they have been together to the point in wandavision they've literally been together so so long they don't remember how long it's been they don't right. remember when their anniversary was it's been that long and that's so this is actually or not supposed that to kind long. of it's just like this whole like uh, how he's long not he might not even be alive know. we don't know what he's it is well, it's like you remember alive. it's like that it's episode of the twilight zone where the guy like wakes up and he has no idea what's going on but then like the entire town this, city is deserted this movie this uh, show yeah, is is a lot like twilight zone yeah. because but and then it's like a mix in because now it's kind of like that one where they're in where they're stuck in um Pleasantville. Oh, Pleasantville. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you babe. There was a direct reference to Pleasantville, yes. though. That's what this it is. Was, and there it was, is. Yeah. It is. With yeah. the colors showing exactly mm-hmm. that whole that whole yeah. situation was the, the the helicopter scene was a, absolutely a direct. Yeah. And then you've got so many Easter eggs within that. You've got the sword symbol on the helicopter itself. You have the Iron Man suit colors yes. as the primary two colors of that. And then immediately after, my biggest question is who is the neighbor? That, that is, is actually the nope. biggest. So she's she clearly is, there to keep things on track. She's a witch. She's a, she's a comic character because uh, her name is Agnes. Oh, so we and know so, who she is. Yeah, so so Agnes, they're I saying it's a play out. on a comic book character where the first name is Agatha and the last name is like Nesmin or something like that. Agatha, <laughs> Agatha Nesmin is a very known Scarlet Witch villain that they combated each other a bunch in the comics. And that's what it's supposed to be. Agnes is her... Uh, wait, like art, wait, art a nemesis? nemesis kind of thing? <gasps> what? Which is, I, I mean, her character in general was fantastic, and the actress is spectacular. Like, this <laughs> is great. Yeah, I no, do have Catherine to point Han out my amazing. favorite. The first two seconds of the show, I was already in love because they set the scene so well that they actually have Scarlet Witch in a comb bra. If you look and watch, you go back. She is wearing a comb bra. Under, She's like they set wearing this, the 1950s. Wait, they're giving her the fucking they, bra she, for torpedo. She had a tits. comb bra. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but it's not. You know, it's it's in in the sense that it was just the style of the day. And you really, if you don't look for it kind of necessarily I mean a friend pointed out to me you like, oh my god she's wearing a cobra yeah. he's like oh my god she totally is but I, I wasn't looking at her tits so, I, was, <laughs> I was looking right at her well it's because it's Catherine Hahn Catherine Hahn no, it's gorgeous. Elizabeth Olsen no it's Elizabeth but, Olsen that has yeah, it, it oh is, yeah my bad my bad I was looking at Catherine Hahn the only reason sweater. the only reason that I was actually excited for 
Scarlet Witch because, of course, in my mind, because Scarlet Witch is so high up on on that list for me, I'm like, who can really actually portray her? And I fell in love with Elizabeth Olsen you did like in her that. breakthrough in Martha Marcy May Marlene, like back in way back, like ten, it's like plus years. It ago. was the early 2000s. It was, um, and, and and it was so cool because she has two sisters who uh, my sister and I grew up on Mary Kate yeah. Ashley. Like yeah. we grew up watching a little detective show, like all that stuff. We were super into it. And she has these, the, these people that she could have just kind of not stepped over, but she has already a family name and could have easily utilized that to really get into whatever she wanted to make money. Well, it could have been like a Kardashian situation. Right. Where yeah. Like, where it's oh, just a money such making. a cliche or, uh-huh. but she actually is she like a good actress. She took her time. Actress. She's amazing. She's not, she's amazing. And yeah. she started out well. And the first several things and her, her breakthrough was Martha Marcy. May Marlene, which was a that was her first movie. It was well, that was her first movie. That's mm-hmm. insane to me. That's absolutely yeah, insane. How old was she? She well, it was 2011. So it was 2011. Okay. So it's 10 a, years ago. Amazing she's, movie, by the way. She's 31 right now. So she would have been 21. You like at psychological time. thrillers? Yes. If yeah. you like psychological Wait, thrillers, it is it is absolutely amazing. And and yeah, that instantly the second you see it, you're like, so, okay, so you have the talent. Your 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 sisters might have maybe more money. Probably not at this point. Every interview, the gimmicky one. I don't know they have. At this point, because Elizabeth is part of the uh, MCU, so yeah, every yeah, interview that Elizabeth yeah. Olsen's ever done, she says how much she looked up to them and she wanted to wear their yeah. clothes and she wanted to have that career. She still says it now. She's still like that little sister chasing them, yeah. even though they haven't done anything for a while. That's and she's crazy doing more to me because she's she took her time. Yeah, she didn't just chase it. She took her time, and with the first several things she was in were independent films. Mm-hmm. She could have got. She could have technically, you know, with her name, she could have gotten auditions name. to whatever she yeah. wanted. And with as good as she was, if that was her first film absolutely like that's that's great but but she picked for you know the first five plus five seven years of her career she did indie films that she cared about yeah, and so that she alone, was, I was only like, all right cool scarlet witch of all the people i feel like i would have rejected 99 percent of what you chose and you chose elizabeth olsen and so i'm okay with she, that that's that was the till 2011 is when she got that but she did scarlet witch three years later 2014 like she it got three yeah, that she did. went. She did a, a bunch of things in between. <laughs> like I, I saw it's old. Mostly she was, yeah. she was in the American version of Old Boy, which didn't I, need to be made because the ver- original agree. Old Boy is better. But uh, she was in uh, Very Good Girls, Kill Your Darlings, Liberal Acts, Red Lights, indie Peace, stuff. Love, all and Understanding, and Silent House. Yeah, all and then stuff. she got the Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. and then went and did Godzilla, then Avengers, then Captain America, Inger Goes West. Like so, then she went and did not yeah. independent movies and went big there. So she's she's kind of she did I the indie though. She did it right. Mm-hmm. Like she went she did the indie, indie stuff. First. I like that. But to go back to who Catherine Hahn is playing is yeah. that that, yeah. that Agnes, Agnes is supposed to be an Agatha Harkness. Which is the very first witch Which of the Salem Catherine trials? Hunt. Catherine Hahn oh. is the nosy neighbor. She's yes. Agnes, the one that comes I in and helps cooking. That actress, she's she amazing. is my fucking favorite. Yes, she's but the character is supposed she's to be so funny. Uh, Agatha Harkness, so which she's is she's the one that's like the arch nemesis, right? Like she is the yeah, very first. Definitely not right now in the story. That's for sure. I mean, I like that. Yeah, what she's doing right now, but uh-huh. she's not it so could be in the cool that she turns in the comic. She's not. She's a mentor for the Scarlet Witch. Okay, because she is clearly she is clearly keeping Wanda on track when when Wanda so she interrupted her with the helicopter that was you know that was my reinforcement really because before it was more that she she was assisting them but she just showed up at the perfect moments the moment the vision left the very first time she was right there Mm -hmm. she was in the doorway um you know maybe to either begin getting the direction that that, that Wanda needs to move in or just ensure that hey things are going well but you can tell that she is she is a part that is uh, more conscious in if this is a simulation, if there is, you know, I, it depends well, on Well, she's a witch. She's a very powerful witch. I mean, so she's supposed it off to be. so well as like the I Love Lucy and the. Well, what was I Love Lucy's next door neighbor lady? Like, yeah. No, that's they played a, off so oh, well. And the same with the Dick Van Dyke show. So, yeah, like, what yeah. they did, the uh-huh. little, like the little throwbacks. Off, like, oh, yeah. she's, that's just how these shows right. operate. Like, yep, there's the neighbor that walked in anytime like, they yeah. wanted. Oh, hey. Well, it's like, uh, what's that show with uh, Tim Allen, Home Improvement, where they had right. the neighbor, but they never saw the, <laughs> the bottom of, he only saw, the only yeah. saw the top part of his head. Yeah. yeah. That was Richard? No. Maybe it was Richard. But that's just, they, she was, yeah, I thought his nickname was, like, Dick or something. I think so. And they, but they're playing that role perfectly with how they brought, they did that with the whole, the whole 
whole thing. I mean, the very first show, the introduction, they did it as a Dick Van Dyke show type thing where he, where he walked in and Ottoman. trips over the Ottoman. And then the second one, they did the whole Bewitched, Bewitched, Bewitched yeah. thing. I love so, Bewitched. I watched the shit I out know. of Bewitched. So, I mean, it's it's interesting to see where it goes. And I am and I love Lucy. I did. This is one Lucy. of like six TV shows that's supposed to come out this year for Marvel, for Disney+. Plus Because they're, they're back on it. They're... And it's exciting because obviously all their movies are being put on hold. They they just pushed Black back Black Widow again today, so we'll see how that goes because it. everyone's watching what they're doing. But it's disrupting it's, the universe. It's because these things they're like we need to fix a few things. And it's been so long since we've had an MCU yeah. thing, yeah, and this, this is one of them. From what I was reading, that this was tracking for a higher hype the Mandalorian was and and yes exactly is, is and a, big, a, big thing. a lot yeah. of the okay. movies a lot of the movies are already filmed and they're ready to go but yep. now they're realizing that there's a couple things that they can do and, and, and it's it's they're forcing like using this time to perfect the film well what right. it's doing is that it's forcing these people that are so used to let's just throw 500 million dollars at this thing make a big budget movie and just <laughs> and just wow yeah, everybody with huge yep. things that's what happened with Tenet everyone was like well, this is kind of boring. I mean, uh, we went and saw Tenet. We were. I, I, I loved the movie. Oh, no, really? But there was so much hype. It was, I liked it. I liked it. It was, was good. A, there was a lot. It was like like one of the best projected that and like Parasite. Yeah, we're gonna but be it didn't it. it didn't do well because no one's okay. going to the movies. And so what I think uh, is that a lot of these people that are like so used to throwing hundreds of millions of dollars towards a, a towards a movie or a production or whatever, now they're able to step back and pay attention to the story value because what's like one of the top like big praises for Mandalorian is the storytelling techniques. They're not doing a lot with the movie, with the show. They're not going off and doing these like crazy space no, battles or any of that stuff. But Mandalorian is Yoda. in your face. <laughs> oh, no, the Mandalorian, Nailed the Mandal- shit, how did, and they are fucking. How to describe every episode shit. of the Mandalorian? It's basically it's like I need to do. I need to get here. It's like well, I need you to do this, and he's like, okay, does this something happens yeah. bad? So, so the Mandalorian, like, and then it solves itself. I will do that quest. It's yeah. nothing but side quests. I shall and do that quest. It just shows that ha- the movie, the the show is more about how many friends can the Mandalorian make. But That's it's also good. As like, it is. But Pedro Pascal does a great thing because every time somebody's like, he's like, I need to get here, and they're like, Well, you need to do this, and you can just see like the blank stare of his helmet just sitting there, and then it's like always feels like you just tell him he's like going, he's like, God fucking, fucking damn, damn it! it. <laughs> no, we all and then he has know. a deep sigh. He's like, ah, Okay, that's fine. How, Another. We all quest. know the whole reason. The and that's show. how we feel when we play video games and we get these side quests. Right. It's like, man, I need to get, I need you to give me that key. Oh my god! Well, first escort. I need you to go do this first. I have it's to like, escort this motherfucker. Well, you have to go like level. You well, have to go what, grind levels. You're like, ah. Oh, that was the second bro. episode of Mandalorian. You're like, can you please the take this lady with eggs? It's like, what is this shit? Absolutely. Yeah. No, but I will say. That everyone knows that the whole reason this thing is as amazing as it is, and really the big thing for me, is John Favreau and his ridiculous screens and his setup. I don't know if yeah. any of you have seen the background. The behind. Oh, the behind we the we had this oh whole God, discussion it's, it's, before. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, so that like we all called. know that I can then I can safely continue. Yeah, we all know that it's John insane. Favreau is the mastermind behind this, and thank goodness that he has sort gotten of. to be able to, to sort of to, all right, sort of. But so, he is no, also on. amazing. I'm going to tell you who John no. Favreau is spectacular. Jan, John Favreau is the big name that everyone he's knows, spe- and they're going to but the brains behind the whole thing is Dave Filoni. Because he's yes. the guy that created Clone Wars, and he knows every single thing there is about Star Wars. He was a protege yeah. of George Lucas, and so combining John Favreau's storytelling and Dave Filoni's encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars was perfect. And I Plus think it's technology. Not, and Plus it's not technology. just John Favreau's storytelling; it's John Favreau's uh, connections and able to push for certain things and be able to have them done. So, he knows so many people in Hollywood. Well, he's able to push for and say, "We're not going to do this until we meet these the expectations." The reason why is so because. I, I, and this is my opinion, and this is an interview he did too, is he believes that his generation, they're really good storytellers. New generation filmmakers aren't the greatest storytellers right now. Some of mm-hmm. them have some good stuff, some of them don't. Yeah. But his generation is because they grew up on D&D and they had to come up <laughs> with their own stories on the fly yeah. all the time. He says that he goes back to those days to where he played D&D and that helps him make stories. Because think of, think of all the movies he's made. He made Elf. Right after Elf, what did they give him? Iron Man. Yeah. He kickstarted the MCU. And then what does he do when he's done with that? They give him Mandalorian. What did he do? He revitalized all these people that hate Star Wars all mm-hmm. of a sudden. The fans, not even just people, the fans that hate Star Wars. 
he has helped people want to be Star Wars fans again. He took the bad taste that Disney gave a lot of people mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. they first heard Disney's buying Star Wars. Oh my God, what's going to happen? He took that bad taste of the name out of their mouths You're for so a lot right. of it. Yeah, because I was concerned. A lot of people were concerned just because, you know, they, they've got Disney's got a lot of money. Uh, you know, Family Guy has right. always told us that Disney will rule the world, but all we never believed do, it. And all they did <laughs> oh was God, throw right. money at these things instead of yeah. taking a step back and tell stories. Because Disney... Right. Disney used to do that. They yep. had the Disney Renaissance. They had all this stuff to where they told I stories. I used to say of. that shit in high school. I was like, Disney's an evil, is this we evil all, we entity. Everyone says that. We all, that. Know, it. We all yeah. know it. Walt yeah. Disney I, himself doesn't shine a good light on no, Disney. Disney as is the, one of my heroes only because we were both <laughs> We were both born on the same day, same birthday. I would not say in public that Disney is one of my heroes. um, Not going to lie, because he's known as a anti-Semite. No, 100%. The big thing is is Walt Disney was an anti-Semite. He was. Super racist. And I instantly think of American Dad and Family Guy as we're talking about it. Every other white man. Everything they do is like, 100%. And I'm I'm not giving in. I'm not saying it was right. It's not right. He was 100% an anti-Semite. I got that stuff. But but we share a birthday. And like They're I enjoy what he did and Aww. how he. So you both feel bad for each other. Yeah. Well, I would, but he's dead. I do feel bad for him. Go he's, alive he's, he's alive somewhere. He's alive somewhere. Just his head. Futurama. According to Futurama, yeah, that is very true. According to American Dad, he's frozen in a statue. Okay, forever in Family Land. I believe Matt Groening more than I believe Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> you, so. uh, you know what? You are a good person. Yeah. Yes. You are a good, yes. Matt Groening is better. Earlier, than, Mark, is the way to go. Mark Groening. Matt Groening. Mark, Mark. No, you said Mark. Like like ground like it was and it's pronounced graining. Is it graining? Yes, it is graining. Is it graining? Yeah, yes. Good to know. Wait, we're talking about birthdays. Well, I found out that Tom Holland and I share a birthday. Also, Marilyn Monroe and Morgan Freeman were all born on. You just googling birthdays? Well, no, I I knew that was Marilyn Monroe and Morgan Freeman were born on June first, but then I just saw that like Tom Holland apparently also shares the same day. Hey, my aunt is born on June first. I think I share one with Oprah. But that when doesn't mean that I January say what? that she's one of my January twenty. So it's a, a weekend. Of January what is it? Twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. Oh, that's Aquarius. my sister. That's Paisley's birthday. Right? Wait, is it really no way? Yeah. And my sister's is January thirtieth. You're an Aquarius girl. I knew yeah. it. My, my, my other, she's our third. Yeah, my other. Is she a middle? Series. Is she a middle child? No, you're our. Third. <laughs> she's. No, the, I'm the third of January twenty ninth. It's a good day. <laughs> January thirtieth is my sister as well. So. <laughs> oh, Katie. Yes. Yeah. The, oh, that's right. Yep. But she was born in '97. Ashley or Paisley was born in '96. Yep. Oh, wait, what are you? '94. '94. '94. Yeah. So you're exactly brother. two years older than my little sister. Hey. Oh, so anyway, so sister. since since we've been talking for like, what are we at now? What's the timestamp? Like half hour. Twenty-two I mean, minutes. Pretty close. Anton Chekhov. There you go. Nice. That's a <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but I'm proud we, of it. Like you with Walt Disney. You haven't even wait, in, the one from the new hero. the new one from the new Star Trek. Oh, that guy. Idolized. Yeah, he died tragically. Uh, that sucks. He was oh, one of my wait, favorite sorry, actors. What? So Anton Chekhov is. Oh yes. Is one of my favorite actors of all time, I'm and then he died by being no. crushed by his own vehicle. Uh, because Ooh. the e-brake didn't work. What oh. was that one uh, No, it's celebrity? not Anton. It, it, no, you were talking about... Um, Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. He it's, played Chekhov. Anton Yelchin. He played Chekhov. He was That's in... That's what you're uh, doing. You're mixing uh, them. Because uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I was like, I know who you're talking Anton. Yeah, Anton Yelchin. He was yes, in Star he, Trek. He was in... Uh, I didn't even see him in Star I saw him before in uh, Charlie... Char, uh, Charlie, Charlie Bartlett. Bartlett. Charlie Bartlett. Charlie oh, Bartlett. He, he was the was kid with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yes, Charlie Bartlett, the one who went into the bathroom stalls He's yeah, he yeah. was absolutely spectacular. But it's yeah, because was, Jeep was, they had a crushing a, day. No, their their car had a know. their Jeep Wrangler had a defect to where it's hard for it to get into neutral or park, and so mm-hmm. it would say park, but it's really neutral. So he got out, went down to check his mail. The Jeep slid down and smashed him. I think he was unlocking the. Yeah, fence. no, he was smashing. Well, the mailbox was in a brick oh, section of his fence, and mm-hmm. so he went to go check his mail, and yeah. the Jeep slid down and smashed him, and he died yeah. of asphyxiation. Insane. I remember, yeah, because yeah. I was. That was That reminded me of James Dean. That's what I was yeah. talking about. I was say, yeah, like a James Dean thing. But before we before we really get any further on some other random tangents, we haven't introduced the new people that are with us tonight. Oh yeah. Because oh my God. tonight, we have a podcast. tonight what we're doing, I mean, it's <laughs> myself and Anthony are here like normal, um, but tonight we have Lisa here with us for the first time. Ariane's been with us for the Mulan episode. She was with us for that one. Yeah. Uh, but Lisa is the first time, and then both of these is hopefully for the first time for many to come for everyone. 
but that's 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 who the voice that's you're hearing. The, the, we have two. <laughs> the depends on the feedback. It'll if they be, don't want me back, I'll be here every time. Yes. <laughs> Deal with it. Hate. Well, you know that our number one listen episode was the random tangent about Fast and Furious, so we'll, we'll, we'll but fit in. this is why we have to have key words. John key Cena. words. Oh, about all of them are going to be okay. John Cena. It is just John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. But this one's, well, I mean... We'll figure Hashtag out what I label Wanda this Vision? one. I but don't know. Well, that and you know what I was because I was I, we were we were kind of talking about this before because you were first off you were like you know you're gonna give us your your definition of pop culture. That's where I was going. So Miriam Webster says pop culture. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yes. Yes. So what is your definition of pop culture then? Oh God, I that was. I have I to follow the joke. Ago, I have to follow Oh, God, joke. I yep. didn't come prepared. Yeah, no, I came prepared with a joke. <laughs> I came up with that five seconds ago. I'm very Not, proud of it. Unfortunately, the only people that can tell jokes uh, on here is me, so continue on. Ha, good. Oh, really? Oh, no. yeah. Just Not wait. Just wait. Because they're really bad dad jokes. We're gonna, so. They're so bad. We're, we're going to make... We're gonna, you we're stole gonna one the other day. Comedy. You made a really bad, bad... Bad dad joke. I did. I don't anyway, know so what is your pop culture? Not even a definition, just what do you think pop culture is? I mean... For me, it's mostly the entertainment aspect of pop culture, but I guess it's 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 the culture of the place and time. I guess the easiest way for for me to put it right is entertainment for me is the biggest thing because you know movies, music, and video games are very very important to me (laughs) Uh, and very entertaining. But you also got you know you got politics. um, You got. The fashion. Rea- fashion, yes. The reactions of how people, like the responses of people, right. and that, like that's included in pop culture. That's what makes it so difficult to describe. This is not just these things, but it's how people respond. It used it's to be. It's what develops around those correct. ideals. It used to be. So when we did our, our first episode, was about the definition of pop culture, <laughs> and I did pull out the encyclopedia definition <laughs> of pop culture and all that crap. Oh. But, yeah, oh yeah, I should have been here for that one. Yes, and I so had the voice and everything. Pop culture was supposed to be everything that wasn't high culture at the time, and so high culture was everything that was you know the prestige, the high rich, the people that that was what? their culture. So pop culture was the rebellion. pop culture is us worshiping those rich people. That's what that is. Correct. <laughs> and so then it just that that's what it was. But now it's slowly molding into pop culture is popular <laughs> culture, whatever is popular at the time. Really, Cameron alluded to that when he said whatever's popping at the time. That's what all he said. And that that's kind of true because if you look at it, things that have morphed into pop culture. You I can mean, say exactly about like say like with the Star Wars thing because before like how with the Mandalorian, right. how basically everyone and their grandma loves the Mandalorian. But beforehand, if you basically went out there and said like, "Oh, I like Mandalorians," and then majority of people would be like, "I have no idea what the fuck you're talking yes. about," and then you basically Correct. say it's a Star Wars thing, and then they go like, "What a nerd!" Yeah. But now I, it's so like I have had a Mandalorian <laughs> crest tattoo on the back of my legs yeah. for about. Oh my god, so I'm 34 now. That was one of the so first things I years. saw, actually, because I've got for, a buddy who's got the same one, and I was like, I know exactly so what that is. for about yeah. 12 years, I've had a Mandalorian tattoo in the back of my leg, and everyone Every thought... Every he it gets had, a compliment, he's like, thanks, I got it before this show. Yeah, yeah. you have to. I, I was doing... Uh, it's like that no, classic thing, it's like, I was doing it before it was cool. True. Okay, you know what? And that's it's you. True. You were the walking impediment of, I was doing it before it's cool, because <laughs> the think, second it's not cool, I'm not a part of it. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, that's what it is. It's not even that, it's the second that it becomes cool... It's less. This it, is exactly. It so takes something. It becomes from it. cringe. It, so, no, it becomes so slightly yeah. cringe were, and when we were it becomes cool. We were talking about this before with yes. Sam, who's not in the room anymore, and we we hadn't recorded that, of course. <laughs> but we were talking about that earlier uh, of how it is not even so much of 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 what we like appreciate and like at that time, but sorry. Sip break. I have to stop in the middle of my sentence to drink beer. <laughs> you that's, guys all got to hear that. That's uh, fine. Uh-huh. I'm going to force you to stop. But it, it's it's where it's was not, that break button yeah, that you were complaining right. about earlier? Uh, it wouldn't help because I didn't talk anyway. <laughs> but it's it's not even it, it it's more of like wait where was I going with the same thing? I cut myself off. It's basically it's, it's like how it's cool like it becomes not cool after a certain think point. It's, cool. it's when people start Somehow. hop on the bandwagon of it. There you go. It's yeah. basically, it's like everything, it's like how, you can say that about like anything. You're like going, I'm like, I really enjoy this small thing because it's a small niche about yes. it. But as soon as it becomes really popular and all this kind of such, it's like it loses that uh, 
quaint i don't know it's like that quaint feeling of where you're going i'm like yeah where you feel included yeah. because so, you were a part of something small when everybody has it well because you were saying to Sam, everybody like, has it when nobody somebody does. has the same merch like you look like oh i bought this shirt and from so this. he said why don't you just give money that's right. the, the overview of it's why don't, why like, don't you just give money instead of like wearing merch why wear the merch yeah so you're like because we're, it's that we were talking about like supporting being, artists like, yeah and oh, finding I low-key artists by the way or i listen to that podcast that's i know that artist exactly then when everybody knows the less like, important, well, right. cool. the less more relevant knows. it is, the more exciting it is to yep. have that connection. Because yep. generally, you're like, I found this thing or this person or whatever it is that I have interest in by going down this rabbit hole of of a connection to this artist or, or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and finding another and connecting to another and yeah. another, and then being finding somebody, you, yeah, that is low on that totem pole, and loving them and finding other people that feel that same way. If you look yeah. around the room we're in, which Thank is you. our t- which is our TV room. Um, I mean, it is full of pop culture things. But if you go back to when each one of these things originated, which I've been a fan from from the origination, it's it's different. Since it's grown. It's well, it's so, like a, like one of the with, big ones is your Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Exactly. Because that's that was where such I was going. A, that was such a small sleeper of a thing. Nobody. Clerks was such what? an the under day, the. Though, we were it was in the nineties. Dollar or Dollar what? Tree. It was a cult remember, hit, and you though. were wearing the. You were oh wearing, yeah, I was wearing. I have a, a Blunt Man and Chronic shirt Blunt that's Man in the that's in the way of like Batman and Robin. Cult classic. So when it gets to cult it gets to a big and it's, it's still underground but that's pop but it's a cult sure that's oh what we're God. thinking hey okay. it's so, part of cult what? all right so now we're gonna bring up marilyn manson tie that into me with the mcu please yeah so it's what it does is that it's still because i mean now kevin smith is bigger than he was in the 90s yeah. he's bigger than he was in the early 2000s yeah and and it's because of podcasting and it's more not people got to hear it it's too but big. all of that underground no. culture yeah. but that's what that's what attributes to the the actual definition of 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 pop culture right. was that there was all this high class high culture yeah. but then there's the underground underlying general population mm-hmm. culture of like the lower class or the poor people or whatever they're listening to or whatever they're doing hmm. and that's what becomes like more I guess mainstream at some point. Right. And then And so we had this we had this argument earlier. It was kind of two against one. It was like our <laughs> second episode in and when it was when it might even been the same episode where Cameron brought it up to where he was saying that his oh, nerdum and his pop culture, he had this elitist view of which like no one else should be able to come into this. Oh, yeah. I, grew I was up kind on of it. agreeing with and him, were, but then I was agreeing with you on how and you're basically I, saying because my, and my, my point was, and Lisa, you didn't hear this, but here's my point to where their point versus our my point. Yeah. Cameron's point was I spent my entire life loving this stuff and fighting for it, and you made fun of me, and now it's huge and popular, so why should I let you in? And then I turned it around to like, okay, when you were a kid and you were ridiculed for that stuff, you would have loved for someone to be accepting. But now that your stuff is acceptable, why are you killing, kicking people out and not accepting them? And the thing really he bad. threw back on you is because it's basically, it took the turn of where you can say nostalgia takes a part of it. But then it's like one of those things where basically I'm like, I really enjoyed this at that point in time but then i enjoyed how small and niche kind of it right. was but then as soon as it becomes it blows as soon as it blows up and it becomes super something everybody knows it becomes like say like a household like, name like comic-con that like thing Comic-Con. that was a, just it's, a bunch of people it, that went more to the library it's like it, yeah, yeah it can, like it can have its original yeah it can have its original like hey this is what the original thing was yeah. but then also it loses part of its charm i would say that's like the biggest thing and like it always yeah. it's like the bigger it gets it loses something and one of those things i'm like well, it yeah. loses the, its uniqueness it loses its quen- uniqueness yeah we're on this endless yeah. quest to be unique individuals and like find ourselves and like in what we represent and like how like I, individualism like right. that's like right. we're well, always it's like how all the people like would dye their hair or get piercings so yeah. that they would or get tattoos to like, show that I'm, I'm different but now but now so many people well, have dyed hair piercings these tattoos it's so, like you blend in there are ones that stand out though that's that's, that's the, thing. the thing well with you you have the wrist change tattoos which yes which from are Bioshock. which are from yes. Bioshock yep. but what? when the, they become I, the chain chains on my wrist it's a pretty it's a, a man it's chooses con- a slave I've met, obeys I've met one person in person that has the same it's it is yeah a man chooses a slave obeys is from the very first Bioshock the character that you play as and what's it's super bi- trippy having these there was a shooter video Bioshock is a first person shooter video game it was it was a uh, it was I mean it's loot like him and a shoot cult him. Loot him and shoot him. Well, no, not loot him and shoot him. It was very nope. linear. survival it horror was, in a sense. It's based First on Atlas Shrugged. Shooter game. It's based on Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. 
So the idea oh, is damn. no no gods, no kings, only man. So you know it's the city. Because on Andrew water Ryan for the is an prime, anagram for Elrond. Yes. Yeah. See, show me that. I've done a so lot. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite is my favorite video it. game of all time. Good. Bioshock Infinite, even though people were saying it's like, oh, it's controversial. I'm like, because of the time frame. So, so, in, so was yeah. technically the first Bioshock, yeah. and that's what Bioshock franchise. That's my favorite franchise. I don't include the second one because it wasn't Ken Levine. It wasn't the same creative director. He literally was like, it was still a good game in my opinion. It was. Though. I have not even. I literally say that it is my favorite. I have the t- fuck. These are the only tattoos I have Obviously, on my body. You marked your and body. And I've never them. finished the second game because it wasn't the same creative director. Ken Levine, the creative director, went to Arcane and was like, you guys need to keep this uh, name alive because Infinite's taken a lot longer than we thought because they were the two sides of the coin of no gods, no kings, only man, the Ayn Rand idea of Bioshock, and then the, you know, no man, no kings, God, like relying on God. So it's the two two sides, two flip sides of the coin kind of thing. Wow. And it's, like but, a, it's a coolest concept because it's, it's cool. like, it's like, like there's it, always a man, a city, and a lighthouse. But that's, yeah, that, <laughs> and that, that's the thing, though, is I think kind of tying into what we were talking about before is, is even though this is, you know, it is a more popular tattoo, I would say, for people in general. Granted, again, I've only met... We, or like we're the, in Idaho. I've so met one other person that have it, and he worked at, like, even Stevens. Gets. Yeah, I've met... Well, it was a customer at GameStop when yeah. I worked there. It was a customer who had them. Um, and, and so I've met one person. I've... I've One of my casting... Because I do esports casting. So my my casting buddy... It wasn't until we were, we were like, 30 minutes into a, a meet and greet, kind of like, here's the production team. And then they were introducing the casters. And I was like, hold on. Lift your wrists up real quick for me. Hers weren't as good as mine. But... <laughs> She had the same tattoos as I did. And it, it was a bonding moment. And that game is huge. That game is massive. And so that's that's another thing that I think in line with that is, yes, you can be, you know, part of the original. And that's the difference for me. If it is, I'm a fan of the book over the movie or, or the game over, you know, like, which I'm a big fan of Witcher. I'm a huge fan of Witcher. I love every aspect of that. It's mm-hmm. great. The medallion I'm wearing is currently from the game. I've got a ring right now that is the sigils from the game, but my favorite is are the books, you know? Uh, and there are differences between the two, but I love every aspect. I love the fact that the game got big because the book did. And and especially the fact that Andres uh, Spakowski, yes, and the TV series is very, yeah. very close to the book. So it's it's cool to have that oh, dichotomy. Cool. But I think the problem that I have with those people, like what kind of what you were talking about with, you know, occasionally a couple things with Cameron, is... If it is what you love that gets big, that one thing, like say it's a band that has been underground forever and they happen to get big, then you should be happy and excited about that. If it is a, uh, let's say it's a book that you like and there is a video game series or a movie series or or a show that, that spawns off of that and it's not quite the same, you are absolutely able to be the bigger fan of the book. And generally, there are things that you can specify. So like for instance, I know that Sandman is getting bigger. Neil mm-hmm. Gaiman, uh, Neil yep. Gaiman, Sandman. Right. He is one of my favorite authors of all time. Uh, Sandman is my favorite, my favorite graphic novel series. I want to get just the 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 Sandman when he's he, like that iconic image of, of the white circle, black surrounding him, and Sandman pouring. And I want to get it of that comic book image before the television show comes out because I know yep. that they're adapting. I know it's going to get more popular, but I like that. It is amazing. It's incredible. It's so messed up. It is like if you like like I, I know specifically weird so you know if you like dark kind of like I own literally every so I'll, I'll bring those oh, yeah. for, no, for you to, San, I own every so, single Sandman so is, Sandman Neil, Neil Gaiman and, and it's it's I very mean, Neil Diamond is Neil, I Neil, not Neil, Neil Diamond Neil Gaiman Gay A I G A I M A N Coraline is actually generally the one that most oh, people I love yeah, which is did. funny in third grade that book yes. was, that was my favorite book in third grade oh my god so, the crap out of so that beautiful it's a pretty it's a pretty that's a pretty dark story and it's not even that dark but Sandman is just like further down Sandman, like the Sandman, like the of the Sandman, yes, the Eternal's dream, death, yes, put you to sleep, Sandman, okay, that type of thing. That he, the same guy that did Coraline and all that, he did this, and it's just a super, super video game. It's a comic graphic novel. It's a graphic novel, so which is different than a comic book and all that stuff. But I understand. So it's it's now, but it's finally it's it's been in development for like twenty years. The second something is huge. Something the second is huge. They want to like we want to develop immediately, but. The people that hold their stuff closer to the chest, like he does, he holds his. Um, because he started out as 
He's been an author. He's always been an author. Yeah. He okay. is and has always been an author. And he's been an author for American Gods, a <gasps> Nazi boy. Yeah, you know. Okay, so you know American Gods. Yeah, yeah it's that the same is, guy. That is a, 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 That's a, his a book. Good Omens. Good Omens. They oh. did a, a show with David Good Tennant. Good Omens. Yeah, so this is the uh, same. Yeah. So he did same, a graphic novel the author story. of all of these things. Fantastic. Yeah. He, and they're and finally what? turned into and a so, TV show. And yes, they're going and, to. And they've been talking about it for yeah, years and, and years and years. It's all about casting and it's all about. Yes, you got to get the yet to read the American Gods series. Right. I got into oh. American Gods because of Hannibal, and it's the same director. That was my favorite series so, as a middle school. Fuck my yeah. book series was Hannibal. So, so yeah. Just, yeah no, I no. read all of So, yeah. So, no, Sandman, Sandman yeah. would be something yeah. you'd want to read, something it. it'd be I'll bring like it over. TV shows, you'll love that as well. I'll bring it over. It's okay. the same stuff because, I mean, American Gods, we're very hooked to that. We haven't read it, we've only watched the TV shows. Oh, I'll bring that over. I have we a have a copy. of American Gods it's, and the Nazi boys. Oh, do you? Okay. We have, yeah. yeah. I love Neil Gaiman. Yeah. I adore him. But that, I want to represent that, that's and I'm excited exactly. that it's grown. That the idea is that so it's you growing. are excited, and you're I, not I am, one of those elitists that's like just granted, it's becoming popular. I will say, I will say, along the lines of what I was going on earlier, if if <laughs> yeah, the fine. book series, you know, if the other adaptations of what I originally fell in love with, if I de- if I deem those, you know, and this is all personal, if I deem those. Un, not unworthy. unworthy. Wow, that sounds no. unworthy. That sounds, no, I, that's a perfect then, explanation. Then, uh, then I will be, yeah. you know, I'll probably, I'll likely be a fan of both unless I hate it. Unless it's like an Aragon kind of thing, you know, like, yeah. I don't know if anyone was like a kid when that, that book yeah. and so, then the movie came I out. I was actually, I saw somebody who said about that, they're like, well, I'm like, instead of like remaking like all these new like movies and TV yeah. shows about pre-existing like heroes or all this kind of stuff where they're already popular, it's like, no, go remake poorly done <laughs> movies and exactly. give them the, the attention that they need. I have, bad but, then the, but, the, the, but then the movie that they chose was Aragon, and then people are basically in the comments are like, "Okay, yeah, let's just cut off like two thirds of the book, and then basically have the thing change like right. overnight." And that's yeah. what that's, that's what happens. The part that upset me the into the clouds, adult, back down to earth. Now you're an adult, child yeah, to adult so instantly. That's, that's where I can see the drag. That's where I can see people that are. I can see Cameron's point to where. You hold this stuff very close to you. It gets you through a time, whatever. And then all of a sudden they're going to adapt it. And then they're going to, lack of a better term, bastardize something that you fell in love with. And you're like, why? What happened? And then this happened to me once with one series. And it's the the Sword of Truth series that I've read from beginning to end by Terry, Terry Goodkind. They, I mean, I have tattoos from that on me. I, I love the book series with a passion, and I have the whole collection over there. Right yes, over there. and so I have I that remember. full. And 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 it wasn't even something like it got me through a dark time. And this, uh, none of that stuff happened. I just happened to read the whole thing. It's like uh, twenty five books deep. I read it on deployments when I was in the Air Force. All that stuff, but uh-huh. they did make dark it into a t- they made it into a TV show on ABC. Ooh, and we that's watched a bad it. Sign right there. Friends, of, friends of mine that <laughs> we we all read this book. We it was the whole thing like you can only go lower with ABC Family. When okay? the next book came out, we were gonna we bought one copy and then pass it around so we could read it. Yeah. They finally came out, so we all watched the first episode together. Twenty minutes in, they ruined it because the the book had. So so just, oh, just to break down, I do. I, do. I oh. read a lot of. All right, you know. So, yeah. just to break down, I got down grounded why. from books, nothing so, else. All right, I had to go to video games because I was grounded from my books. So I, I feel this to the bone. Like I feel this. What happened in in the books, and then so what it is? It's it's a very much like Game of Thrones type atmosphere where it's a fantasy with knights and wizards and all that stuff. But you just you just take the it's shaped like Australia. It's split into thirds. You have the west, the middle, and the east part of it. Um, and they all on the very far west coast there's no magic they don't have any of that stuff there there's a green boundary that separates them that you can't get through the middle the middle and so and so part of the story is the main character has to get through that to get further down so he can live on his legacy all this destiny stuff and the way they did in the book was him coming to terms to grappling with himself to where he's able to get through that because he's that that stereotypical troop to where he was raised by his grandfather didn't know his father was the true he's an heir to the throne on the east side to where he's like this oh i'm already so very very daenerys like (laughs) very daenerys targaryen to where she knew that her dad was the same thing he knew he never knew this though tell but, him what your tattoos mean so what i will I'm once take a potty break. once show the, the listeners yeah so show <laughs> the listeners but once they he's supposed to get over there to defeat his father all this destiny stuff and in the book he breaks through by finally owning realizing that he is a true wizard and he can get through this boundary he's the only one type thing yeah and the tv show 
all they fucking do is throw rocks at it and break their fucking boundary down. And we were they like, make it that equi- what that big, is this? That big development, that big because, progression with the characters. And I and they get just, it. Yeah. They have to shove a 900-page book into a right. season. I get it. But you got 26 episodes, 13 episodes. You should be able to do that. Yeah. And what what really does bother fans nowadays is that these people buy the rights to something... And then they never talk to the creator mm-hmm. and they just do their own spin. Right. And that's one thing that I think that that's like a fear. That's a fear of a lot of people exactly. fall in love with series. And yeah. I think the reason why people love MCU is because they're staying pretty close to the storylines. There's so many different it. But that's the, the that's a problem they're again. Fi- but they're facing it. But that's they politics legit, again, yeah. because of course she's mutant. They can't use the terms mutant because they that was sold now, to Fox. Though. No now, but yeah, now not, not, not five years ago. Fox. Absolutely, so, yeah. There were a lot of there were a lot of little indicators actually, including um I quickly go uh, Winter Soldier. They actually they bring up uh, Baron. Von, what is the Baron? Von Strucker. Thank you, Von Strucker, who was the one who uh, experimented on on Scarlet Witch and, and her and Quicksilver, her yeah. twin brother. And they do mention, but they don't use the words. And, and so there are way around, ways around it. And I do like that. I think the only reason really they, they did that was because they knew they, they were in miracles. the process. Yeah. They called them miracles. Yes. Yep. This is yep, mir- yes, exactly. They did, they did but they said the twins. And so yep. you knew and it was Von Strucker, so you knew who the twins were if you knew the lore behind that of okay, it's Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, the the, the twins. But it is. I feel like the only reason they were really able to get away with that is because they knew that they had already in mind that they were buying out Fox. Right. And otherwise, yes, it would have been another. Um, you know, none of the, none of those little little hints. But I do think that's why I'm. I want, but at the same time, I'm kind of scared to get that tattoo. I want that tattoo because I know for me right now. This, that Sandman logo. Right. It's what I use. That's what, what at our old job, yes. that was actually, I that saw was, that. Yes. yes. You're probably the only one that recognized what it was. Yep. I was like, I don't, I don't even care. I use that for so many profile pictures of, of Dream mm-hmm. dropping sand out of his hand. Uh, and, and I'm afraid that that will be used, uh, that image. Generally, the idea is that that imagery will not be used for the show. They will come up with their own. They will have their own variations and adaptations. I think that... Well, they kind of did that with, like, The Witcher on how they did the nice classic right. twist on, like, instead of, like, oh, here's a wolf medallion. And, like, no, they did it, like, oh, I'm like, oh here's some, like, variations. That's accurate to the books, though. So the show yeah. is... So the one I'm wearing, I'm wearing the... Yeah, the I'm Witcher 3 the one. one. This is from, yeah, Witcher 3. So, you know, before, the, like, a, I had to pre-order it, like, a year before The Witcher 3 came out, because I love 2, was... The, the collector's edition. So I have a statue of Geralt fighting a, a griffin, like a hand-painted statue, you know, because I, I pre-ordered the ultimate edition of mm-hmm. the game. And it came with this. And, and I, I played the games before I read the books. And I like the fact that Andrzej Spakowski, who wrote the books initially, he he has always been, he's always said, go ahead, use you can use my stories, you can do my stories, but no, keep in mind, and I thought it was, when I heard it, I was like, you're the most pretentious guy ever. But keep in mind that no other form, no other medium will portray this story as well as the written form. Know that. And I was like, all right, that's pretentious. And then I read the books. And yes, that is that is absolutely true. But even though he knows that, he acknowledges that and says that, but he still allows it to be to be utilized. And the first Witcher game, sorry, it was god-awful. First Witcher game was awful. Yes, second was. one, I loved. Second, second one, one was amazing. I thought the second one was amazing. The third then, one was also which amazing. Is, yes, which is why I invested in, in, in the ultimate edition of the third one. Because, right. you know, I had fallen in love with the second one. But he knew that. That, you know, there there is the potential that someone can take my material and turn it into something that that isn't really what it represented. So the fact that he gave that disclaimer, I thought it was pretentious. But it was safe for him it was him saying go ahead you know what i'm not going to keep this to myself because it deserves more attention like and that story absolutely does oh my god the book like the books are phenomenal if you have not read the witcher books there's only there's eight of them that's including i have the, the I have, stories oh my god and i have just, so look at my I mean you can see my bookshelf oh yeah all of that i've collected just in the last but year which this, isn't huge yeah, i want you know, i want to read but i just never had the time i want to read i want to watch shows i want to be able to play video games again and yeah. i have I've finally been able to play video games again. But you know what game I'm playing? It's Madden 20. Because that's the only games that I like to play. 
Oh, well, then that's I know, but like then it's like, oh, the thing with, like, books in the series and how it goes, it's like Halo. It's my personal did a fantastic problem. job. It's like, when the game <gasps> first came out, it's like going, I'm like, I, my dad got an Xbox because he used to work at Microsoft, and so we got an Xbox when it first yes. came out. It's great. But then also, then I discovered the books in, like, middle school, and I read, like, all of the books. Which are based off, off the game. Off the game. And, but yeah. then it's like, it, but then the way they do it, it's like, it gives you context to the character. It helps build the world building, because before... Like at that time, it was like only the like Halo Is that 3. Halo? I was gonna say, my little brother read all of the Halo and then it's books. like, yeah, it's like, so yeah, cute. when you play the first Halo, you're going, I'm like, okay, you're like, I kind of get the gist of it, it's <laughs> exactly. a little vague, yeah. it's a little so, weird, but then you read the book, and like, because yes. like the first game is it gives split you three a, books, it, and then it gives you so much, it gives you the insight of the characters because you get to hear their world. thoughts, yes, you get to hear their thoughts, you get to understand what's going on, whereas in the video games, you're just kind of running around shooting. And that's what happens. Now. I am nameless protagonists doing things. But that's Correct. only accurate if the ones <laughs> who write things. the books are actually working directly with the developers, the creative. And that's what the Those major problem that, with the Star Wars books are: is that they sold off so many right. things to work. And and good on George Lucas. I'm not going to discredit him at all for letting everyone. <laughs> it's all about be, that money. And, well, no, I was going to say he's flush of cash. He's it's fine. Not, it's not the money he's thing. Fine, this was before this. Money. This was before then. Back in the day, yeah. when whenever like with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, they came out in 2001 George Lucas hadn't sold anything yet not a big deal yes and mm-hmm. it, it hadn't sold off Star Wars I mean he had just barely like done the prequels then born. right <laughs> no. and so she was five six seven I was six I was seven, seven yeah, so I feel, it feels older because when I watched it I was I was younger but, I will yeah. say that <laughs> but the thing is though he uses the he got to use like the R2-D2 noises he got to use the things yeah, in the Jane yeah. Silent because George Lucas did not hold even, things in. Even the text, even the yeah, text that they use. If someone the, asked George same, Lucas, like it is yes. essentially just a slight variation of the. Star if George Wars Lucas, text. if someone went up to George Lucas and was like, "Hey, do you mind if I use this copyrighted thing from you?" He would say yes. Oh, yeah. I was Free actually. There is actually a shitty. I don't know what country it was. I think it's like. I don't know. It's like, no, I know it's a weird <laughs> thing, but then I saw it. It's like Terrible. it's a really <laughs> shitty like Star Wars knockoff, but it has nothing to do at all. And it is the weirdest thing, and it's super strange. But I watched like the I watched I it. I it's so <laughs> bizarre. Like spaceballs. It's it. No, I gotta find <laughs> it. It's worse. Though. It's yeah. it's so bizarre. But then, honest to God, the only it just has like the Star Wars name on it, so that way mm-hmm. it can blatantly rip off. Yeah, and make like, money. Well, they got the rights for that episode, is it? episode, isn't it? Well, it's, it's like, like a, it was kind of like a bootleg of what? a thing. Okay, so it wasn't. So they didn't really. Have I know it's like oh, it yes. seems. It feels like it's a bootleg no, of a bootleg of a bootleg, oh, okay. which is oh. because so the thing will grow from like really shitty video, then it'll go to extra shit video, and there'll be like weird distorted video, and then you're like, it has the Star Wars name on it. Yeah, it has. It has like it says like Star Wars two. Then you're still watching it, and it's weird. You're able to tell us this much about it. But the point is, is that but the point is is that the i don't know where it was now i lost it so i don't know oh what no, my point oh was no. anyway so we are going to go ahead and sign off here and so then uh be tuned because we're going to be stay tuned because we're going to try to pump out a lot more content this year um we got more on-air guests we're going to be doing we're bringing in a lot more um but i really amateur appreciate professional amateur and professional <laughs> the second one of you guys out there pay me for this i can say i'm professional something finally so let's get one of those sponsors coming in <laughs> yeah. but I appreciate the time. It's been a long time since we recorded. It's been about three months. I looked at it. It's been three months since we put something out there. So now we're going to, and we're going to be putting out a lot. So I would say the blame for that is schedules, jobs, holiday season, holiday season, COVID, COVID and 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 holidays. Well, the biggest thing was like, yeah, I would say COVID really did it. But then also like Cameron and I, we both started a new job. So that kind of threw. I started a new job. And so, so we just we just, just a bunch of different things, but now we're gonna get back on track. We're thankful. So no more excuses. We're thankful we're that we got a job. <laughs> we all amid I lost this crisis, my job but and I made it here. Y'all got new jobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm very thankful I because like that'd be rubbing in. All three worked at the same job for a I know, minute. It's <laughs> we were all the. <laughs> the fourth that's not here. Yeah. Hey, yeah, also yeah. two two of the four people the quit, yeah. and then two of the people got let go. Yeah, that's true. Me and Cameron quit, and then Anthony and Lisa got fired. So. And coincidentally, the fired versus the quit. Yeah. I got fired. I got let go. She got fired over text <laughs> too. Fired. But anyway, before we get too far into that conversation, um, I just want to thank everyone for being here. Uh, for ABCs of Pop Culture, I am Brad. I'm Anthony. I am Lisa. My name's Ariane. Thank you for saying that, and thank you everyone for listening. So have a good one. See ya. Let us Bye. Know. Yeah.
Let it snow. I did Let finger it snow. guns. You can't see it though. <laughs> what? Air no, you got the fit the way the finger guns. You gotta go like bing, 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 bing. Oh, and my cast. Sweet, short and sweet, short and sweet. I can't. I tend to ramble. Short and sweet.